You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Big, big day for the Rothenberg family. Um, we'll get to that. And I don't say 915 will bring that up, but I, I don't want to start with, with me. It's not about me. It's about us. It's about you. It's about a very busy, very busy Saturday in the world of sports. Um, Final four today, of course. I think well, first games went like five. I don't know. They always put it like some weird time, 6-12 or 6-14. And let, let me look exactly what time, in fact, the first game is scheduled. Yeah, 5-14, which I think feels earlier, doesn't it? Usually like a 6-14 and a 9-30. Anyway, 5-14, Baylor-Houston, 8-34, UCLA, and Gonzaga. All right, so that's your college basketball. Yankees in action today. One o'clock, and judging from the reaction of the first game of the season, the Yankees better win this game because if they lose this game, they could be on the verge of not making it to the postseason, the way the Yankees fan reacted after game one. Tough loss, 3-2. Stupid rule in baseball, by the way. Stupid. This California rule in the 10th inning is ridiculous. But we'll, we'll get to the Yankees, and we will do that. But but freak out the other day. I mean, just nervous breakdown all over the place for being 0-1. Now, Tampa's 2-0. I mean, you lose today, you're 0-2. You're two games behind Toronto and Tampa, and, and God knows where it goes um, from here. So we'll get into the Yankees a little bit. They're, they're at 1 o'clock. The, the Mets. Only the Mets, right? Only the Mets. Now, it's no one's fault, but, of course, Washington comes down with, and we thought it was going to be a case of COVID, and then there was some contact tracing that had to be done. So they couldn't play Thursday, and they couldn't make that game up on Friday. And then we find out now that it's like four or five of the Nationals players that have tested positive. And now we just, we're not going to play for the entirety of the weekend. And I, I don't know when, and not that I care, when the Nationals will start, period. Mets will start Monday now in Philadelphia. So, so that's where we are with the Mets. But the whole weekend, and I, I can hear people saying, Dave, it's 162 games. Be excited about it. It's just a day or two away. Take it easy. You know what? You have your team starting, right? You have your team starting. You got to watch your team. You got to put your feet up on, on Thursday afternoon and watch the Yankees and be excited about it. And, and you were planning for it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Well, so are we. The Mets fan was planning for it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And you had it circled on your calendar. And it's a 7 o'clock game. And it's an ESPN standalone. And DeGrom is pitching. And you're excited. And he's going up against Scherzer. And you, we're all excited about it. And then it's ripped away. So I don't think it's fair for, for anyone to give the Mets fan a hard time for being disappointed that you're not going to get to see them until Monday now. So Mets on Monday, Yankees a little later today. You have the, the two basketball games, 5-14 and 8, whatever it is, 34 uh, this evening. Rangers in action. Knicks in action. Rangers who, you know, Rangers are funny because every it, it's like the Godfather 3. Every time you think you're out, they pull you back in. They're, they're on the verge of being done. This is not going to be their year. They've lost two in a row. They're trailing 2 nothing on Tuesday, I guess it was, at the Garden against Washington. And you start to think of, you know what, next year, and it's going to be three losses in a row, and you're not going to rebound from this. All of a sudden, they score five unanswered. Now they beat Buffalo, and now they're right there. I mean, they are, they're three points behind Boston yet again. So Rangers tonight, 6.30, up in Buffalo, gaming catch on, on 10.50 a.m. And then it's the Knicks. And I told you the other day. Now, Knicks in action tonight against Detroit. A couple things about that. You can catch it right here on 98.7 uh, ESPN. I believe uh, that game gets started at 8 o'clock, which means that we will have the pre 
at 7.30 here on 98.7. People say, why do you get so angry and so upset about a Knicks regular season loss? And my answer to a T, to a man, is because when you lose game Last night's loss, despite having a 13-point lead, the Knicks are probably just not as good as, as Dallas, right? They, they don't have anybody in the same ilk of, of what Doncic can do. And, and as annoyed and, and ridiculous as I think Porzingis is for coming out the other day and, oh, I miss New York so much and there's so many things about you know, Really, honestly, and I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this, but just, just shut up. I mean, shut up. You didn't want to be here. You chose another place. You forced your way out of here. I don't now need to hear, oh, I miss New York, and it was such a wonderful place for me. You didn't want to be here. You gave us the proverbial middle finger and said, get me out of here. So stop it. Really. I don't need to hear it. You wanted to get out of here. Now you're with Dallas. Be unhappy there. Be happy there. Win games. Lose games. You're irrelevant to me. But please don't give me the... Oh, I miss New York, and what a place it was. And, oh, the, the the organization and the fans, really, shut up. Nobody wants to hear it. But back to the Knicks and why a loss like, was it Wednesday? I can't even keep my day straight anymore. Whenever they lost to Minnesota is so disgusting is because the games you need to win are, are the games that you're better than the opposition. You led that game by what? 10, 12 points, I forget what it was, into the fourth quarter, and you couldn't beat Minnesota, who stinks? Those are the losses. Those are the ones that haunt you. Those are the ones that ring true. See, last night, I, I don't maybe I'm wrong. I, I just look at Dallas, and it's like, granted, you led by 13. I think you led, what, 44, 31 second quarter, and by the time you're at halftime, you're, you're losing that game already. But uh, you look at Dallas, you say, the Knicks don't have anybody like Doncic, and Hardaway's a good shooter, and, and Porzingis is, is good, and they're well coached, even though um, Carlisle wasn't even there last night. That, that's not a loss that, that haunts you, I wouldn't think. But the other night, in Minnesota, a team that you're better than, a team that you should beat, a team that you really, for all intents and purposes, have on the, uh, on the proverbial ropes that is the kind of game that you have to win. And I'll look to tonight as well. Listen, the, the net, they have what? The Nets after tonight? Odds are, no, I don't know who's going to play, if any of those guys leave and play. I mean, by Monday or, or whenever that game is. I think it's Monday. Kyrie could, could go missing. Sounds like uh, Durant will not be back and, and Harden, we don't know. So they could have one, they could have two, they could have none of the, of the big three. But I, I think right now you think about that game and your thought is, we're probably not going to win that game. Odds are distinctly against us that we're going to win that game. Fine. I can live with that. I can deal with that. What I can't deal with is losing to the Minnesotas of the world. What I can't deal with is losing to the Detroits of the world. So if you're the – and I know it's a painful loss last night, and you lose at home, and now you're on the road, and now you have to travel and all those things, I can't have a loss to Detroit. Because what's going to happen now is this thing will now spiral. This thing will not, because you're at Brooklyn on Monday, and all of a sudden, what should have been, you lose one, and then you win in Minnesota, and then maybe you lose, and then you win, because you're better than Minnesota, and you're better than Detroit, all of a sudden has turned into, oh my God, if you lose this game tonight, you're probably looking at at least a five-game losing streak. That cannot happen. 
Now, a couple of positives. Firstly, a, a negative and a positive. Obi Toppin, for the first time, I think for the first time the entirety of the season, actually gave you a couple minutes where you said to yourself, this kid looks like a player. That was the first time I've really seen that from him. Number two on him, I cannot have him shooting a three. Watching him shoot the three reminds you of just going to the gym and playing with any, anybody that wants to play. You have no idea where it's going to wind up. You have no idea if it's going to hit the rim. You have no idea if it's going to be a line drive. You have no idea if it's going to bring down rain. I cannot watch him shoot the three. I cannot watch it. But he did show you a couple of moves last night, some real athleticism, which he knows we know he has, a great follow dunk, which was a beautiful play. So at least you got that. Secondly, on the Knicks, their late-game offense might be the worst I've ever seen. It, and, and anybody can slip. If you are just motivated to slow them down and, and pay real attention to your defense, you can stop them. Uh, that offense is brutal late game half court. They have no options. And Clyde said it last night. They don't pass the ball. They do not pass the ball. All it is is I think Derrick Rose might be able to beat this guy one-on-one. -on -one. Have at it. I think quickly can take a long shot and make it. Have at it. I think Randall can beat his guy one-on-one -on -one and, and take that tough shot from the right wing fading away on the baseline. I think so. Have at it. That's it. That is the entirety of of their offense late stages down the stretch. So we lead with the Knicks at 800-919-3776. But there's so much going on. Like, if you say, Dave, I, I need to talk about the Jets and the draft, I'm not going to turn you away on a Saturday. Now, who am I to do that? No. Dave, the Giants, do you think they go O-line? Do you think they go wide receiver? What do they do? Please, please, you're welcome into the program today. 800-919-3776. And one quick note on, on the Yankees fan. Grow up a little bit, please. And I'm not saying this to every Yankees fan. I'm not. I haven't even talked to Ty about it yet. I imagine that he's a little bit more mature than, than the norm that I've heard of. It's a loss. It stinks. Judge wasn't good. Stanton wasn't good. Bullpen was fine. Lose the game. California rule is one of the most moronic things I've seen. But if you are really angry and booing Stanton now, you, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. Listen, he's part of your team, firstly. Secondly, I don't even think I can argue. I think it's a factual statement. Last season, at the end, he was your best offensive player. He was your best offensive player. So if you have the, the unmitigated gall, which is a great phrase, by the way, if you have the unmitigated gall to whine and bemoan a loss for the Yankees, you, you, you got to find another hobby. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Stench tie has made it all the way to the finals. All the way to the championship. And I think it goes up against um, Michael saying that, that Don plowed his entire neighborhood. So there we are. There we are. Good morning, Ty. How are you? Davido, my man. Talk to me nice. How are we doing today? Uh, I'm, I'm doing really well. I got some big news I'll share with you in a moment. I'm but, excited. Um, yeah, how are you? What's going on? Give me the lay of the land. I'm doing okay. And me, like, I'm not the type of guy who oh, wants go. to script out bits. Mm -hmm. I like to react in real time and, you know, give you what it is that I got. I was so prepared to come on here and extinguish this fallacy that you had when you started the show 
uh, where you didn't want to make it about you at the top of the show, let's stop it. You know, I don't think you're being all that truthful. But I don't want people to to think that I'm being mean to you because in the past my my yeah. behavior has been impugned. So. I, I feel like Just I got to be careful. nice. Tread to you lightly now. wherever you're going to go here. I think okay. would be the appropriate phrase. So Vernacular, I, if we, if, if one would. Yeah, but so I, I was going to do that because I was going to suggest that if the station offered you an opportunity to do a show. Only like strictly about you. Like we strictly don't do sports. About me? It's just Dave Rothenberg. We can do Stump Rothenberg for an hour. We can do Getting to Know Dave uh, oh. for forty-five minutes. Like if we strictly did a, a pure Dave Rothenberg show, I, I think you would be all for that. I don't think so, to be honest with you. Now, if you gave if you gave me a a solely Stump Rothenberg like a one-hour special, like That'd sometimes they take the prices right and yep. put it put it into prime time. You've seen that. Yes, that would be um, fun. Yeah, I think I would do that, but I don't think I would want to do like a three-hour non-sports only talk about me show. No, I don't I believe that. that. I, I, I don't think there is a single talent at this station who is more full of themselves than Dave Rothenberg. And I say that kindly and, and affectionately. First of all, it's, I don't not, want it's pe- not taken kindly. And second of all, it's, it's untrue. Uh, can you name someone yes. who's more full of have, themselves? Have you met Peter Rosenberg? Oh come on, Peter's. I don't. I don't he's very humble. <laughs> okay. Have you met Have you met Michael K? Well, Michael K. He is the the voice of the station. He's the I face of the Yes he Network. So here's he, if he is full of himself, if he is full of himself, then it's it's deserved. Well, that's fine. But here's my, what I understand about you. Why does it always have to be cantankerous? Why does it always have to be uh, volatile when I bring you on and we talk? Why can't we just get along, as the great Rodney King once said? <laughs> can't we all just get along? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I, I man. Didn't, I didn't come out calling you out. I, I, didn't, I didn't come on, like, saying negativity towards you. Why, why do you do that every week? I don't know. It's, I, I guess it, it is. So, you know, like, in high school or maybe not high school, middle school, where you challenge the girl. I mean, you're affectionate about her. Or, or you, you feel like you have some level of affection toward her, you're attracted to her, but you, you can't really just be nice. You got to find a way to spice it up a little bit. I feel like that's what we have going here. Because so you about, have a thing for me is what you're saying. <laughs> well, not in that sense. It's oh. just there is such a, a high level of success or respect I have for you because of all your success and how uh, appreciative I am because of what you've done for me. It would be boring if I came on every let's Saturday and just complimented Let, let's, you. Let's be bland. Let's be boring. All right, so here's what I said in the open, and you're a Yankees fan, and I actually, because I'm nice, I, I commended you and I gave you credit. You're not one of these baby Yankee fans that after one game, is the sky is falling and Stanton stinks and we have real problems and see we're not built for the postseason. You're not doing that, right? Oh, there was no, I mean, oh. no excuses for that loss. That that was an abomination. Oh, but, come on, but come on. Judge, he struggled all game. You're supposed to be one of the best players. You so got you your are ace that on guy. your mound. I mean, give me a, it's the Blue Jays. It's, it's opening day Yankee Stadium. It is a terrible loss. And I am so concerned about the rest of the regular. Stop season. it. Stop it. You, you, you have to be kidding. I'm joking, Dave. Of course. The regular not. season doesn't matter for all intents and purposes, if we're being honest. They've won 100 games uh, two years in a row prior to last year, got to the playoffs and flared out. The regular season doesn't matter. They're, they're going to win this division by eight games. Easily. They have no issues whatsoever. There's, there's, I couldn't even tell you who the second best team is, although the, the Rays, as, as in typical fashion, find their way to two wins to start the season. 
But my God, I could, I can't believe you're the booing White Sox, Stanton. the Astros. Yeah, I mean, but you got to remember, Dave. No, like, no, there is no excuse for booing this guy. No, game I don't. One, I don't, because you look at it as game one, where Yankee fans look at it as game, you know, two hundred and sixty-one. Because uh, all right, this well, okay, then answer me this: Who is your best offensive player in the postseason last year? Oh, is LeMahieu or or Stanton? Okay, so he gets nothing from that. So, yes or no? It was frigid the other day. Yes. Yes or no? Shadows were a real issue the other day. Correct, but for both teams, not just oh, Stanton. Fine, Let me but, but it's not like Toronto hit the ball. Yet, yes or no? The entire Yankees offense was disgusting the other day outside of maybe Gary Sanchez. Correct. All right, so we're just going to pick on the one guy because we don't like him. Well, because there is a little bit of a PTSD factor. This guy has let you down so much. Look, I'm not excusing it, but Dave, you got to admit, like this is what makes talk show radio, uh, you know, talk shows so so entertaining. You get the Yankee fans who are freaking out. Because if it's, we got, it's ridiculous. But if I we mean, got, take a step back, calm yourself down. You're going to win 97 games, and it's it's such an immature tact to take if you're a Yankees fan. But fans are emotional, Dave. They understand that the last couple of years have not ended the way you wanted it to. So they're dialed in. There's a lot of anxiety, and, and you want to get off to a good. I'm not excusing it. I, the, the sky isn't falling. I mean, my, my, a Royals fan has a lot of anxiety. No, because they expect to lose a hundred games a year. The Yankee fans expect to win a title. A lot, please. I'm not excusing it. I, it I'm just saying. sounds like you are coming up with the, the excuses for the way the Yankees fan is. Well, because I don't feel that way. I, I'm just trying to look through the lens of a Yankee fan who is emotional. And a but lot of them you, Okay, are. so here's my question. Every fan base is emotional. Do you agree with me that it's ridiculous, or do you agree with the, the point you're making right now in defense of the Yankees fan that you can understand the rationale behind what they're doing? I, I, I'm more with you that is, it, it is ridiculous than it is that I understand you know, how they're feeling and why they're expressing it this way. But I, I can't fault them for it. Wow. I can't fault them for it. It makes this more exciting, Dave. If you got every Yankee fan calling the station today saying, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to panic." By the way, I mean, how good was it to watch the Yankees lose their home opener? Oh, (laughs) what, what a treat! You know, you know what's funny? It it didn't phase me at all. That would typically be a loss that devastated me. I didn't feel anything. Devastated from a one of one sixty two loss. Well, because it's it's opening day. Like we've been so waiting for this for months. So the only reason that it was bigger to you is because it's opening day. If that was game twelve, you'd be like, "Oh, whatever, no big deal." Yeah, game. of course. Opening day, you know, game one is a lot different from game seventeen. You you wouldn't agree? I would agree to an extent. I wouldn't agree to the point where I'm I'm now booing guys. No, mm. I agree. I agree that if you want to, you know, lick your wounds after after game one and say, "Man, that that game stinks more than it would in ten days from now," I agree with that. To to take it as far as now I'm going to start booing, <laughs> I, I I think it's I think it's a bit much. Well, you know who didn't get booed last night? Obi Toppin. How about that he nine points he put up? Oh my god, good. nine you're points! Turning. You're like the captain of a cruise ship. You're just turning this thing. The number eight. Listen, the number eight overall pick scored nine points last nine, night. Let's an throw a parade. Explosion, Ooh. as one would say. Listen, he is right up there with with uh, Dame Lillard as far yes. as his uh, offensive prowess. Right there, <laughs> him and Steph now, you're, Curry. You're, you're taking this in a direction I wasn't prepared to go in yet. I, I want to get to the the Knicks goals in a moment at eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. But I I wanted to tell you my. My big piece of news today. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. What a tease, though. You are such a professional. You're Let me hear. such a professional. You talk to me so nicely sometimes. All right, so uh, Alex is on a, a travel basketball team. Okay, I'm and already interested. A, actually, a doubleheader today. A doubleheader basketball doubleheader. game. Okay. Got a game at 1130 and a game at, at 130. 
Okay. Uh, the coach, a professional coach, paid coach, his uh, his wife had a baby yesterday. Oh, so you're stepping up and coaching the so, game. So I got the call. Can you take the day off from work and coach the 11:30 and the 1:30 game? I said, no, I can't. I cannot. Whoa, whoa. I said, I can't. I can't do that because I mean, I, I'm you know, people need me on Saturday morning. It's not. It's not a direction that I'm prepared to go in. So no, unfortunately, I can't do it. Okay, if we get someone to step in for the first game. Will you coach the one thirty game? Here we go. And yes, the answer absolutely is, is yes. Now I'm a little concerned because you, you are. Could, could can we argue against you being a top three star at the station? Uh, listen, I, I don't want to say things that now you're going to get that, that, that it's all about me. No, no, no. Like, let's just be honest. Let's be candid. If you you look at me, if you were drafting, yeah, I think it's fair to say okay. I would go early in a in a station draft. So yes. an elite, one of the superstars of the station, can't find a way to to have his show end at you know eleven o'clock so he can get to a basketball game where he can make his uh, coaching debut. Well, a, a I've had a debut. I coached Ben's team a couple years ago on a Friday, but not uh, basketball. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was a couple lacrosse. years ago on a heated Friday night, and we we won by a couple points. Okay. Yeah. So I'm one to know on an interim level. And number two, um, no, I'm dedicated. I mean, how many times do I have to hear from you? I can't believe you took this day off. You're not as dedicated as other people are. I'm so dedicated that I looked at it and said, no, you know what? Someone else can coach game one. I will step in and coach game two. Now, you know what would have been brilliant if you broadcasted from the arena? We get some crowd noise. Maybe you do a couple of player interviews no, you the wouldn't station. To, you wouldn't want to do that. It would be terrible. You wouldn't want that side of me to be portrayed on air. Yeah, but we do. Like I said, player interviews, get some coaches to join Alex, the broadcast. Alex, how great is Alex yesterday? He goes, Dad, do not favor me. If I stink, <laughs> I love don't it. play me. I love I said, it. You, you got it, pal. I, I said, love don't, it. Don't you worry. Now, I told the other guy that's going to be coaching the first game, I said, listen, you play them all. If you need to do equal playing time, that's great because when I get there at one thirty, that's out the window. Yes. See, that's, that's the so Dave Rothenberg. You give everybody their, dip their toe in the water and, oh, you know, little Johnny got to play for nine minutes, mm-hmm. and that's great. When I get there, one we we're, we're playing for the win. Now, if Alex stinks it up in the first half, does he give mm-hmm. Bench to start the second half? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. This is a big day for you, man. This is a and big moment paid? for me. You're getting paid for this? Uh, no, I'm not, I wouldn't take money. No, this is a labor of love. Oh, come no. on. There's no such thing. No. I mean, listen, if they decide that they want to send me a check for filling in for the guy. That, I mean, you know, you, you mentioned this. You bring this up. It's a valid point. If he's not coaching, A, is he getting paid? And B, if he's not, where, in fact, does that, does that money, money go? go? <laughs> Do yeah. they just pocket the money? Yeah. It's Get a, on I mean, this. It's through, it's through the program of the town that I live in. So it's a great point. If he's getting paid and they're saying, you know what, even though you can't be there, you're dedicated to the team, you're having a baby, we're still going to pay you, that's great. I'm, I'm on board for that. But if they're saying, listen, you get paid per appearance, and because you're not making these two appearances for the doubleheader today, and, and no one is now getting that money, then I think I have an issue. Yeah, but I think regardless, interim coaches get paid. Like if you had to fill in for, I don't know, Don on the K-Show, I'm sure that the station, while paying Don, would still give you more money. Man, don't be so sure. Yeah. <laughs> so that might have been a terrible analogy. Well, good don't, luck today. I'm excited. Don't be so sure. Is the game being streamed anywhere? Can we watch this? It will be streamed, but I believe it's a private stream. Wait. <laughs> well, I think it's like it's password encrypted, and you can't just – not everyone can just get onto the stream. Well, well, I don't think that parents – a lot of parents want their 10-year-olds to be viewed nationally. Really? And understandably okay. so. No, I don't get it, but okay. Whatever. Well, that, that's how it is. I will let you know.
I will let you know. I want to watch the game. Well, I want to see you, you on the sidelines. I, I would give you the password. Are you going to wear a suit? No. So are you going cargo shorts? No. Sweatpants. Yeah, I'm sweatpants. Oh, my God. That What a disgrace. And you expect to be paid for this experience. <laughs> oh, Lord. What are, you, what are you, out of your mind? It's a, it's, Am I wearing a suit? You're a head coach. They, 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 they'd probably have security around me the entire time. Set I show example. up to a suit oh for a God. 10-year-old basketball game? You look good. You smell good. You do well. Oh, boy. I, I don't. I don't think appearance and or odor has anything to do. Do you with have what a haircut? To do. Did you get a haircut? You shave, uh, beautifully shaved, uh, and I will be wearing a hat. So the hair is is not an right. issue. What? What a disaster! I, 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 okay, whatever. I'm very disappointed. You, you're I'm not sorry. taking the job seriously. I'm taking the job very seriously. No, you're not. Did you? Oh. Do you have some plays you you drew up? Do I have plays? They're they're having an impromptu practice right now. <sighs> Me and the go. other guy, we we plan for this 9:30 practice just for this doubleheader. Are we running suicides if we lose the game? <laughs> uh, yes. Now players will also say if you the can't co- call them by the way suicides anymore. Oh, is that so? Yes, I'm that sorry. is actually accurate. Yes. Are we running? Um, I, so what do we call it now? I don't remember. It angers me every time. Well, I'm sorry. I I, I phrased it that way. That's okay. But um, I, I'm excited for you, man. Good luck today. Well, thank you very much. I'll, I'll keep everyone posted on how this uh, this plays out. Uh, Pete on Twitter says Stump Rothenberg, ten o'clock, Ty D Butler from ten thirty to twelve. Problem solved. Listen, I would have signed off on that. I didn't want to do that to the listening audience. I, I figured that there's an expectation that I'm going to be there, and I want it to be there. Bob Pavlik says, can someone please stream the game with you coaching? Of course. We want to see you walking up and down the sidelines. Getting, you're picking up those technical fouls, or one technical foul, because two would mean you get ejected. So just one. Oh, I, there's a chance. I almost got a tee when I coached Ben's game. The lacrosse. No, no, Ben's game in basketball a couple years ago on the Friday night because there was a, what I thought was a questionable call, and I threw my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see you just, you know, vomiting all over yourself. No, I am t- I'll work the referee. I'll, I'll walk up and down the side with him. I'll, I'll calmly talk to him, ask him for a call. No, I'm going to massage things beautifully today. I have I have an entire game plan. We're, I think we're – I don't want to tip my hand in case the other team – they're probably listening for scouting reports yeah. now. We have special defenses we're going to run. We, we have it all planned out. Okay, so you're going to throw in a little uh, one-two-one? Uh, well, we're not going to put four guys on the court, no. You know, a little one-two-one zone, and then you have the other guy chase well, the, one, the best two, player. One, the one-two-one would imply that we're going to put. So we're not. No, the plan is not to put four guys on. No, one-two-one, two, and then you go with the the best, the other guy guarding the best player. You follow oh, like him a box around, and like one, a box and one, or the one-two-one around it. Yes. Listen, I can't tell you exactly what the plan is, but the plans have been made in preparation for this. Are you nervous? Did you get any sleep last night? Uh, I slept beautifully. I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't a little anxious. Is wifey going to be in, in attendance for this? She will be streaming. Okay. She is the official streamer. Now, typically, I'm the official um, clock manager. She's the official streamer, and then there's the, the head coach. Clock manager. They give yeah. those jobs to, to people who really don't have a lot of talent, but they want to well, make what am I, What am I supposed to do? It's, it, I'm not involved with the team. The clock manager. Well, otherwise, like I can't go in, no, otherwise, a parent can't go into the venue. It's like being a gym teacher. You're not really... Uh. Uh, how dare, how dare you look? Uh, listen to all the gym teachers and the <laughs> athletic helpers out there. I apologize. I can't believe you just did that. I'm just kidding. It's you a joke. You just took shots at the entire gym teaching it's community. A, it's a school listen, of rock joke. Come on, the you've Butler, seen the I movie. apologize for him, people. Oh, man. Tremendously. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I can't believe you went there. Um, Spike Knicks fan forever 
says scale wage for interim coaching. It's a valid point. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. We've done a little bit of Jets, a little bit of Giants as well. People are excited about the Giants, and I, I understand why. I think you should be excited about the Jets too. Like, I, I don't think the Jets will be a, a great team, obviously, this coming season, but they're going to be a far more talented team. I mean, they've brought in four or five really nice players this offseason. If they have a good draft, if they get the quarterback of the future, they have a coach that you think you're going to like, you can see that they're heading in the right direction, and that's exciting. 800-919-3776. All right, let's get to a couple calls, and then we'll get you all prepared for your favorite segment in all of radio. You agree with that, Ty, right? Stump Rothenberg is is a favorite of many people out there? Majority. I wouldn't just say majority. I would say majority. Do you think it's so much so that I'm, you know, like, like here's what I'm going to say. Um, what actor do you, do you look at and say that he's known for that and that only? And you can't even envision him doing something else. He's no, just for acting? No, no, no. Like, like that role is, that's his role. Like, he does, I, I can't even envision him doing another role. Oh, that's a, putting me on the spot here. That's a tough question. Yeah, question. I am, and I apologize for that. But, you know, like, like, like Gilligan. Once you're Gilligan on Gilligan's Island, Gilligan's, yeah. nobody nobody sees you as anybody else. I don't want to be only Stump Rothenberg, and that's my worry. Yeah, but I, I would say that you're so well-rounded because you've got the sports fan passion, you're knowledgeable, that you, you can't only be known as a Stump Rothenberg guru. Like that, 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 that That's not possible. Yeah, it's impossible for that to define you. So okay. I don't think you have to worry about that. Okay, it's, good. It, you could argue that it is the that that is the best talent that you have. Best talent I have, I'm fine with. The only thing that I want to hear him do is yeah, something no. that concerns me. No. Okay. All right. I, good. I, I think you're pretty good. Good. I'll take it. Let's go to Danny, Long Island. Good morning, Danny. How you doing? Good morning, uh, Dave. Great news is you're the word melange. I prefer potpourri or myriad to get that point across, but you, you, you definitely could have I like potpourri. I, I think I prefer melange more, though. Right. It's hard for me to say with my uh, my, my Long Island, Brooklyn-raised accent. But listen, uh, first of all, my congratulations and my thanks to you on behalf of every parent who ever volunteered their time at a kid's event. Uh, I've done it all, and scorekeeping in basketball is a death-defying, full-time, stress-free job. You don't even get to enjoy the game because you're so worried that if that was Johnny's third or fourth foul, it, it, you're keeping timeouts. It's absolutely yeah. There's a there's a the lot going terrible. on. I appreciate oh, you well, calling oh, and defending me because time made it sound as if I was doing an unimportant job, and and I appreciate you coming to my defense, Danny. Because Ty has never done it, but he'll be there someday. I one time I forgot to put the clock on for a full thirty seconds of play. You would you would have thought I had just violated uh, tenants of the Geneva Convention. You know, well, we're going to add 30 seconds to the quarter. We can't do that. Oh, my God. I mean, you know what what the amazing thing is, Danny? Have you ever seen mild-mannered people go more wild than they do during children's sporting events? No, because it's got the the, 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 the kids are around. They're, they're crazy. They, they, they defend their kids. I mean, cra- Anytime somebody hits crazy. the floor, there's got to be a foul. It's crazy. crazy. Girls, I, I, I've almost seen fights between parents on the same team. I've almost seen fights between people on other teams. Like, I, I can't tell you how crazy people go. The only memory I have of Little League is when my dad, who was the most reserved person you ever saw, had to leave the bleachers to go on the field to tell a parent to get off the field. He was fighting with the umpire. And midway out, my father stopped the bat rack, knocked over all the bats. Everybody <laughs> heard it, looked, saw my father pick up a go and take a practice swing, walked out to the, to, to the mound, 
said something to the parent, and the parent turned and walked away, and everybody started clapping. My father was elevated to cult status. That's great. Uh, but it's, 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 this is nothing new. But anyway, quickly, you know, the NFL, uh, their new schedule, I mean, they really, really have become very punitive towards success because the extra game now that these teams are going to play is against the division winner from, a, from another conference. I was watching the Futures line. They move. Your Giants have a better chance of winning the division today than they did last week. And my feel is... Well, how so? I don't, I don't understand that, to be honest with you. So the Giants' the 17th game, game is against Miami, right? The, the Redskins' extra game could be against the Steelers or a division champion. So the Giants are playing their extra game is against a lesser opponent. See, I, I didn't think division. so. I, I thought I thought that the NFC East plays the uh, the AFC East in Week 17. No, no, the schedule is going to be random. The extra game is not necessarily going to be in Week 17. Week 17 is still going to be divisional only play. The extra game will come from a game pick from another division, an opponent from another conference division. Everybody in the AFC East will play a team from the NFC West or whatever. But if you finish first place in the AFC East, you play the winner of the NFC we- uh, NFC West from the previous year. See, I didn't you're getting think an so. extra division champion. I, I'm going to have to look this up because my understanding, and I could be wrong, you could be right, is that the NFC East is playing the the AFC East in that in that 17th game. Okay, week so 18. then the Redskins are playing the division champion. And which would be Buffalo, and the Giants would be playing a West. Uh, Gi- I know that I know the, the Eagles play the Jets, the Giants play the Dolphins, the Cowboys play the Patriots. And, who, and who's playing Buffalo? Miami. I, I, no, no. I guess no. Washington right. plays Buffalo. Washington. So therefore, the, so right. So Washington, because they won the division, is playing an addition. Their additional game is against the team. But, that I, but I don't look at, at a game in Miami as any any semblance of a pushover at all. I don't. It's not like the Giants take on. I don't. You know the 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 Texans in Week Seventeen. They go up. They go on the road to Miami. Right, right. But but some teams have. A, but the bottom line is, you're playing a game against another potential team that is a playoff team because they wait because they because they're better. Just like just like the two additional games you get in the conference right now. The Steelers won the division. They have to play the Chiefs and Buffalo this year. The Ravens do not. You know now what the, the truth so is, now, though, Danny, now it the moves Steelers so quickly. It moves so quickly. Teams that are good last year might be bad this coming season, and vice versa. And thanks to the football. Well, so I, I don't, I don't look at it as a huge advantage. And, and honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, "Ugh, this kind of stinks." I don't look at Giants Dolphins Week 18 Game 17 as okay. The Giants they 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 caught a break here. Should I? Giants at Dolphins Week 18 Game 17 is 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 good for the Giants. That's what it is. I don't know what he's talking about with this. This whole you could play a division winner from the other conference, and we know who the we know the matchups already. The Jets are uh, the AFC is the home team, and Washington goes to Buffalo. The Giants go to Miami. Dallas goes to New England, which could be awful weather, and and the Eagles come here and take on the Jets. Now you you say Forty ers They're at the Bengals. Is that that that's nice? Panthers, they get the Texans. That's nice. Falcons go to the Jaguars. That could be nice. How about Packers-Chiefs? Imagine that actually matters. Packers-Chiefs week 18. Oh, how good would that be, huh? But I, I don't understand how you look at it and say this is a break for the Giants. Speaking of Packers, Ty, you see who's hosting Jeopardy starting on Monday night? He's a bad man, as Stephen A. Smith was saying. Our guy Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Yes. I watch Jeopardy every morning 
the next morning after I tape it the night before. I know. You've told us a million like times. Clockwork. Like clockwork. You know what? I'm sorry. I think people are interested in my daily no, routine. No, but I'm excited about that. I love about Aaron Rodgers or that I watch Jeopardy every day. No, about Aaron Rodgers. I love me some Aaron Rodgers. So Here, here's what I will tell that. you: it is heavy lifting, and I'm not going to get into specifics. But I don't think everybody that has has hosted has been good so far. Wow! So none of them? No, 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 no. Some have been. I don't oh, think everyone. everyone. Okay. I don't think everyone has been. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of moving parts, and it is not easy to do. And as I, much. I'm sorry, go ahead. I just hope that Aaron Rodgers does a really good job. I was just going to say, I love Aaron Rodgers. He is a fantastic football player. One thing he is not is someone who is like an entertainer. Like He doesn't have a lot of personality, at least from what we've seen. I don't know that you need a ton of personality. You need to be very quick. You need to be quick. You need to be smart. And you need to be able to stay on script. So we'll see. I mean, listen, there have been people that I thought were going to be eh that I loved and people that I thought were going to be eh that have been – that, that have been you know really good and, and vice versa. So you think this is make or break for Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't think it's make or break. I'm just I, I take my Jeopardy viewing very seriously, and I hope that he does a, a really good job starting on Monday. And I think it's a two week run for him. Do you think his reputation takes a hit with a poor performance? I I only think his reputation takes a hit if he's horrendous. Like when we remember the story of Aaron Rodgers, we'll talk about the Super Bowl, the lack of. I I will be honest with you. I think if he is awful, that you will be like, remember that? You'll always say, remember that time that Aaron Rodgers hosted Jeopardy? Yes. It's going on in the obituary. I I hate to think that we would think that when he passes, but yes, I think if he is, I think if he's great or horrendous, it becomes conversation. You think he'd be great? I think he could be great. I said, do you think you'd be great? Oh, I would be great. You got to make that happen. I would, I would be. I would. I would be unbelievable. I hosting would pay Jeopardy. money, and maybe we do like a little live audience to have you hosting Jeopardy. Oh, I, I don't even fun. think I would be good. Like I, I think I would be incredible hosting Jeopardy, <laughs> and you do as well. Yeah, you'd be great. You know all the answers to the questions, and I, and then I could talk down to people. Oh no, sorry, sorry, that was um. It was actually uh, Dr. Van Nostrand who was the answer there. I <laughs> and you'd make you. it. You'd make them feel like they're beneath. Of you. course, condescending. Like, you, how do you, you not? You didn't know, this? know uh, cumulus clouds. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh. I would love it. That that would be fantastic. Uh, Cheyenne with two N's, Steve. I'm so sorry. Unfortunately for you, <laughs> that would be Montpelier. Yeah, Montpelier. Yeah, Is that I a do. bucket list item for you now? I mean, I don't envision that's going to happen, but I'm telling you, I would think I would be really good at it. Shoot for the stars, my man. Shoot for the stars. I think I'd be really good at it. I I mean, all I could do is tackle what's in front of me. And in front of me right now, Ty, and I think you know it, I think everybody knows it, is a great little segment that we've created here by the name of... Stump Rothenberg. That's right. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He's pompous. Listen, shut up, and I'll tell you the story. He's arrogant. Do you think there's a lot of things out there that I wouldn't be good at? And sometimes he's downright mean. I know you know what that's like, to be that uncomfortable, pimply-faced, not very popular kid. (laughs) But now it's your chance to prove him wrong. It's dumb. Call 800-919-3776 with your question, and let's stump Dave Rothenberg. Well, you can try. Many have. Very few have succeeded. Stumper Rothenberg brought to you by the law offices of the great Andrew M. Cohen. Ty, how are you feeling this morning as far as Stumper Rothenberg? you think we're going to be 
dominant, good, average, poor? I'm, what do you think? I'm concerned. Every Uh-oh. time you've got a a post-show obligation, I feel like your mind might wander. You've mm-hmm. got a big coaching opportunity today. Yeah, Some I take look- my 1-0 undefeated record uh, for interim basketball coaching on the road today. So I'm a little concerned. I understand. But last week you went, where did we go last week? 16-3. and three. Which oh, is not bad. Not bad. Not no. terrible. Overall, how about this? 105 and 27. That's pretty good, Ty. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. You're working your good. way toward 100 games over 500. We're going to get there. All right, let's start out and let's start out in Brooklyn. He loves the segment. He is Steve. Good morning, Steve. That is a very nice introduction, Dave. I appreciate that. Well, you am I wrong? Do you not love the segment? No, you're not wrong. And even the Wednesday show now, I notice, has a little more juice. Six questions to sponsor, so twice a week that's, now. Very nice. That, that's right. Now, let me ask you this. If you do, in fact, stump me here, which you have been known to do, uh, are you going to stay on for the Daily Double to try to get me with where did they go to college today? Of course, and I think okay. I'm going to get you on both today, actually. Oh, no. All right, let's go. Okay, so in honor of opening day, I yeah. have a baseball question with a presidential twist. Go ahead. Who was the first president to throw out a first pitch left-handed? Oh. <sighs> left-handed. I don't know that I know this. Now, I know Roosevelt threw it out, but I, I think he's a righty. Was Truman a lefty? Kennedy was not. Now, Taft, I think, was the first one to ever throw it out. And that's where I thought you were going to go, and I was going to be like, come on, you thought you were going to get me here. No. No, that's a softball for you, Dave. No, that that is, and that is Taft, right, the first one to ever throw it out. Yep. I'm going to go Truman and say I have – I don't have a ton of confidence, but I'd put it at 50-50. Final answer? Oh, God. Yeah, final answer. So Truman wrote right-handed, but he was actually ambidextrous and threw out two first pitches in 1950, one right-handed and one left-handed. So, I mean, that's a long answer. Is that the correct answer I gave you? Yep, that is correct. Yes, Ty! Look at that. Pure Ooh. genius. Wow. I mean, it gives me this whole soliloquy. If he threw it twice, ambidextrous, wrote right. Just give me the answer. Yes, you are correct. He's a fun guy. I like Steve. He's All right, now here's the problem, though. I see what you've done, and you can't. You put him on oh, hold to go college. Yes. You can't do it. He doesn't earn the right to go That's into good. the second round. You hang up right on him. I was Cliff in so Huntington. Wild. Cliff at 1-0. and I welcome you to Stump Hey, Rock. how you doing, guys? Good, Cliff. All right, I got a New York Jets question for you. Okay. Which New York Jets quarterback had the most fumbles in one game? I mean, the answer could be. Uh, could be. And Mark if you Sanchez, can, how many? That's, that's too easy. Most fumbles in one game. Is it Boomer? No. Hmm. I'll give you one more shot. No, I don't. I don't. I thought Boomer had like five or six fumbles in a game. 
Now, uh, let, let me clarify. Uh, fumbles lost or fumbles period? Fumbles period. I think it's Boomer Esiason. I'm pretty confident. You, tell me what. Tell me, in fact, what what the answer is that you have. Chad Pennington, nineteen, uh, two thousand five against the Chiefs. He had six. Six. Six fumbles against the Chiefs in 05. One shy of the record by Lynn Dawson. Wow. All right. Well, we will uh, we will look that up. I thought it was Boomer, but if I'm wrong, then then we're we're sitting here at one and one. No, That's I looked all... it up obviously before I called. <laughs> to no, make I'm sure, sure I had the right that. answer. <laughs> well, thank you. But well, you we, it's been known to happen, Cliff, to people look up the answers and they look it up incorrectly. So do me a favor, Ty. At some point in the next couple minutes, just look that up and. And clarify, Pennington at six, is a, that's a lot of fumbles. Uh, all right, let's go to Chris and Beth Page. He is another one that loves this segment. Good morning, Chris. Absolutely, Dave. I've been with you the last four years. You've done it. Absolutely love it. I'm not as enthusiastic as Fran, but I love it just as much as him. That's all I'll say. I believe that to be true. You're um, just a man that has his emotions in check true. a little bit better. Yes, continue along. Go ahead, Chris. It is true. All right, Dave. So eight players in the history of uh, basketball right. have won a gold medal, an NCAA championship, and an NBA championship. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to ask you, there was four of them were Celtics. Okay, four of them won the NBA part of it as a Celtic. Two of them was Bill Russell, of course, and Casey Jones. Okay, those are the easy ones. Can you name one of the other two Celtics that did it? (sighs) I didn't I didn't hear everyone that you were saying. All right. So did you give me Quinn Buckner? No, that's that's. You got it. That's good. He's one of the other two. And just, just if you don't mind, Dave, Clyde Lovellet was the other Celtic. Would you be able just, you got the answer right, but would you be able to name the other four guys that did it in general that, did, that weren't on the Celtics? On the Celtics. So Bill, Bill Russell, right? No, that, right. I already gave you the Celtics. Now four other guys have done it that didn't win the championship. Oh, okay. So, so, non-Celt- so non-Celtics. Right, right. Did Anthony Davis do this? Yes, Anthony Davis, yep. Well, Magic Johnson two definitely more. did. Magic Johnson, two more. Michael. Michael, of course. And I... Th- was it one of a Knicks flavor? There you go. Yeah, yep. Jerry Lucas. I know you know it. Jerry Lucas. Very good, Dave. Awesome job. Awesome there you job. go. Ty, that's success. That's a tour de force, my friend. That's success. On, two and on one. trivia. Wow. Did you, you didn't happen to look up that... Uh, most yes, fumbles in yes. the game. Yes, uh, that the correct answer is Chad Pennington. He did it, it, it in 2005. Yep. So he was he was dead on accurate. Okay. All right. So we're two and one through three. Not bad. Not a bad start. Not a bad. Uh, start. Let's continue along. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Diego in Queens. Good morning, Diego. What's up, Dave? How are you? I'm good. It's been a while. I've been trying to get through. Ever since my Oscar question, I think your, your show blew up, and I can't uh, even get through now. I, I think that you brought me to new heights with Stump Rothenberg. I would agree. All right. So in, in memory of my movies, are you ready? Yeah. All right. In the history of the Academy Awards, there have been three actresses who have won three or more Oscars. I'll give you the obvious one, Meryl Street. Can you name the other two? Now, are we saying... As leading actress, or in any um, role at all? That would that would make it harder. No, any role, any role. There's only been three three women. Period. Men is way different, but this is women. I'm thinking Ingrid Bergman, but I'm not 100 percent sure. How about Catherine Hepburn? 
That's one. I think I've heard Ingrid Bergman is another one. Is that your final answer? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Once again, you nominate. You are the man. There you, you go. It. There we go. How about that? Instantaneous tie. Instantaneous. That Google Voice must be operating. It's amazing. Google Voice helps me today. so much every <laughs> single week. How about that? Ooh. Three and one. Take that, Ryan Hurley. All right, Tim in Jersey. Tim, it's three and one. You join the parade. You're up next. When is your coworker and good friend Rick DiPietro's birthday? No, we're not doing that. That's not that's not a that's not a Stump Rothenberg trivia question. It's a fun question, man. Come His on. birthday is September nineteenth, but I'm not doing that, okay? Why not? I'm not taking credit for One it. Year. It's ridiculous. He's gonna be forty. He was One born year. in eighty one. All right, you win. No, I, a, I don't win. It's it, a it can't, fun he's one. November the tenth, but it's, I'm not playing. No, I, Rick listens to the show. No, so I said, no, it's a fun. stupid question. No, You're not asking me when. It's a stupid, stupid question. <laughs> Nobody cares when someone's birthday is. It's your co-host. I, I don't care. It's a ridiculous question. Strike it from the record, Your Honor. What are we still four? Are we four and one or three and one? You're four and one, my friend. Four and one. No, oh, three genius. and one. Three and one. Three I'm and sorry. one. Still three a genius. One. Sal and Astoria. Good morning, Sal. Good morning, Dave. What World Series winning manager homered in the first pitch you ever saw in the major leagues as a batter? Regular season? Regular season. The first time he was at the plate, the first pitch you ever saw he homered, and he later won a World Series as a manager. I don't know this. You there? Yeah, I'm I'm here. I don't know that I know the answer to this. Okay, I was not sure we got cut off. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, you're here. Um, okay. I, I I don't know, but I, I'm I'm thinking. Chuck Tanner. I, I was I was gonna take a guess, but it wouldn't have been Chuck Tanner, so that's fine. All right, so that there you go. Yeah, yeah. Put, oh, come on, Ty. You're supposed to now stick around for the college edition. Apologize to him on air. I'm sorry. Call Terrible back. We'll get you, you right on. Terrible job. Dion in the car. Dion, you're next up on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm good, Dion. Um, I have an NFL question. All right. Which which NFL player scored the very first um, regular season touchdown at MetLife Stadium? This either. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess. I'm not gonna know this one. Um, I don't know. Well, let's say Steve Smith. Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's not going to be right, but yes. Oh, I thought you would get it, Dave. It was Hakeem Nix on a 26-yard pass. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't know that. All right, now we got. Now we really have to uh, have to take a moment. Um, 
We've lost two in a row. I feel like we're hemorrhaging. We got to take a break. What are we? Three and three, Ty? We're three and two. Three? No, I, I think we're three and three actually. I've missed the last two consecutively. Yes, yes, yes. You're, you're three and three. Uh, do you have a non? Where did he go to college? Question. No, no, no. You know, all of my energy goes to that machine gun. So you're gonna you're gonna go rapid fire rapid towards fire. the end. Welcome back. Round two of Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Bet MGM Sports. Where are we now, Ty? We're sitting here three and three. Three and three. Now, in order to match your record of last week, you got to go on a 16-0 run. We were not 19 and three last week. I'm sorry, 13-0 run. We were at 16 uh, and three. Do you? Here's run. my question for you, because this is where I I make my money. Let's do it. Do you think I miss one question with where they go to college? No, I don't. You you really don't? That's <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, a lot of confidence. All right. And you're going to go rapid fire at the end, right? But you think we used to bet these things, right? Like, I used to have to put a lot on the table. Yeah. That was, I'm going uh, to go rapid times. fire at the end. Still, yes. still, still indebted to me. As uh, you are with me. but uh, That's true. Dave in Queens. Dave, let's go. Where did who go to college, Dave? Hi, Dave. Thank you, and um, yes. thank you, staff, and thank Mr. Uh, Andrew M. Cohen for the sponsorship here. Bet MGM, Dave, uh -huh. if you're going to be factually accurate, also now uh, sponsoring Stump Rothenberg, the double sponsor. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I won't yeah. forget that again. I'm, okay. I promote them, and I like them as well. MGM, thank them. Okay. What do you got, Dave? Okay, so, um, and uh, Judd Hirsch, you remind me of, um, like, uh, that. He, I can never look at him again as an actor after Taxi. That's who I looked at. It's, See, there it's, you go. Uh, made you Judd Hirsch. But, um... Okay, Richard Dumas. Richard Dumas, I believe, went to Oklahoma State. But didn't he either get kicked out of there? Or I don't know if he stayed there the entire time. But I, I believe he's an Oklahoma State alum. He is, and he stayed, and he had trouble in the NBA. But we put off. He, uh, it right, was in the you. NBA that he got himself into uh, off-the-court yes, trouble. Thank All right, you. so there, there we go. Uh, that's four and three. Let's go to Mark in Oak Ridge. Mark, you're next up. Hi, how you doing? Mike good. Pruitt. My good, my colleague, my player. Who, who is your guy? Mike Pruitt. The old running back? Football running back. Oh, he, he went to Purdue. Back he went to Purdue. Play with this the Browns, play with the, the, the Chiefs. That Mike Pruitt? Yes. Yeah, Purdue. Oh, very good. Oh, thank you very much. I'm not a novice. Let's go to Sal and Astoria. Good morning, Sal. Big day. Thanks for putting me back on. Bobby Hansen. Bobby Hansen. NBA champion with the Bulls. Did he play with the Jazz? Is that who we're thinking of? He played with the Jazz, yes. All right, so then I think he's Iowa. You think correctly. Yeah, there we go. All right, what do we what do we have here, Ty? Six, Six and three? And what's wrong with you? What do you mean? Why do you know all of this? Like you got a problem. Like, something's legitimately wrong with Wait, you. Wait, so ha concerned. hang on. Let me see if I understand where you're going here. I have so much. Have you ever heard the phrase, knowledge is power? Yes. So I have knowledge which is almost unforeseen to any human being, and you look at that as a, a negative? I don't know. It's, it's, something about this is very concerning. With Stephen Hawking, did you say to him, you know what? You're a troubled guy because you have tremendous knowledge? Yeah, but this is one specific. It's not about you being knowledgeable. It's about you knowing where every player went to college. Some, like, something just feels troubling about that. I don't know why that would be. Let's go to Sal and Duchess. Good morning, Sal. Good morning. Sorry I can't give you my question today, but I'll save it for Wednesday morning. Uh, college, what college did Andrew Tony attend? Andrew Tony, number 22, 
I believe, on the Philadelphia 76ers, went to ULL, uh, more affectionately known as the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, you got it, bro. Yeah. Later. He was a terrific player on the Sixers in the early 80s. Um, all right, let's continue along, and let's go to JP in Orlando. Good morning, JP. Hey, what's going on there, buddy? Uh, right. New York met Mike Piazza. Now, we're not supposed to actually incorporate um, baseball into this. Um, yeah, no, it's supposed to be really a, a basketball um, basketball. Okay, because usually when I ask this question football. to, they do not know. Yeah, I, um, I actually don't don't with Piazza. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people I don't, don't think know. I, I don't think I know. I know he's from I know he's from um, Pennsylvania, and I know that yep, Tommy Lasorda is yep. his. Uh, did he did he go to a four year school? He went to a four year school, then he transferred. Well, you know he uh, he his freshman year, and then he transferred. And then his second year, he went to a college, and that's where he got drafted out of. Uh, and that was only as a favor to uh, to Lasorda. Um, now, Ty, are we going to count this on the on the um, docket, the Mike Piazza one? Or no? I just thought you might know because of the Met question. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, this is something that we figured you would know because it's it's Met related. Yeah, I, I don't know it. I don't have the answer. You're not going to guess. <sighs> you uh, just leave it blank when you turn uh, the exam. University in. of Scranton. No, he went to uh, University of Miami his freshman year. Then he transferred to Miami Dade North Community College, oh, and that's where right. he got. Uh, and he was a first baseman. Okay, all right. Well, I, I didn't know that. Well, good job. Um, so you're going to count that in the tally, Ty? Let's hear it. You're going to you're going to count that in. The, oh, there we go. That pains me. That's okay. That, that, it's humbled not. you to some degree. Oh, I can I? I don't even think I should go on. Should I go on? Don't be a loser. We'll go. <laughs> we'll go. Fine. Jordan and uh, it's uh, you, uh, all the steam has been taken out. Baseball. Where did Jordan Staten Island go? Go ahead, Jordan. You're next up. Good morning, Dave. I have former New York Nick Kurt Thomas. TCU led the nation in scoring and rebounding at TCU. There you go. Correct. There you go. All right, I'm back. Let's go to Matt Long Island. Matt, go ahead. That's all it took, huh? That's all it took. Uh, just Dominic to, just... Rhodes. Dominic Rhodes? NFL. Oh, the the running back? Yeah. Number 33, I believe, on the Indianapolis Colts. Right? Was that Dominic Rhodes? Yes. Didn't he go to a junior college before he went to Midwestern State? Was that his, is it that Dominic Rhodes that we're thinking of? Uh, I don't know if he went to a junior college. Okay, Midwestern State. Uh, you, you 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 missed the the humor there. He did go to Midwestern State, yes. Okay, and there you have it. I thought it was well played. He clearly did pick up on that. Uh, let's go to Dave in, in Westport. Good morning, Dave. Nice name. Good morning, Dave. Pleasure. Pleasure uh, as well. This gentleman is a a friend of mine. We played high school football against each other. We went to the same college. He finished second in the Heisman voting in 1967 and ended up going pro with the Vikings and then the Jets, Ed Marinaro. Cornell. I knew it was too easy or too hard. Great job. There you go. I mean, quick. Do you think, Ty, that in the uh, 
the annals of Stump Rothenberg, that was the longest, most words ever used I leading up waiting, to where did this guy go to college. I, I was waiting for the mailing address and the social security number. And you know what that reminded me of? Do you remember um, Raiders of the Lost Ark? When, yes. when, do you know what I'm going to say here? No, I, I don't know what you're going to say. Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's going up against this guy, and the guy takes out a huge sword, and he's just whipping it around for like 20, 30, 40 seconds, and right <laughs> yeah. hand, left hand, up, he's tossing it, he's catching it, and you're like, oh my God, and then Indy just takes out a gun and shoots him, and he, and he goes down. <laughs> yes. That's that's what that reminded me of. I went to college with him. He was second in the MV, in the Heisman there voting. Was he was a Minnesota Viking. He's the, he enjoys pasta vajoule for dinner, blah, 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 Cornell. Uh, thank you very much for playing. There was a lot of me in that question. A lot of me. Danny Staten Island. Danny, you're next up. How you doing, Dave? What's up, Dan? How about bad boy piston Joe Dumars? Joe Dumars. The great Joe Dumars, number four, I believe. Uh, Joe Dumars, it's somewhere in Louisiana. I think he went to McNeese State. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there we go. All right, so... I missed one. I feel badly about that. The Mike Piazza, who uh, what did we say it was Miami? Yes. Um, where are we? Where? What's our standings right now, Ty? So right now you are twelve and four. All right. Why don't you uh, give us your little uh, little rapid fire, and then we'll go to break. Come back and, and get into some calls and some conversation. All right. Let's do it. Sports. We go to former Nick legend Channing Fry, the University of Arizona. Bingo. Bam. There you go. All right. Let's go to Randy Foy. Villanova. Wow, 2-0, baby. We're cooking with something here. Former Toronto Raptor legend, TJ Ford. The University of Texas. Wow, 3-0. He was a terrific college player. You were so good at this. They uh, went to the Final Four with TJ Ford, lost to Syracuse. He almost won a championship with the well, Rockets. Not really. No. Syracuse championship. Well, the next guy I'm saying. He oh. almost won a championship with the Rockets. His favorite food is uh, shrimp pasta. He goes by the name of Eric Gordon. Indiana, I believe. You would be correct, my friend. Four no. All right. This guy won a championship with the Boston Celtics in 2008 against my Lakers in six games. He is Leon Poe. Cal. <laughs> you are unbelievable. Like, this is this is crazy. And we done? We done seventeen and four. I wowed you just now, didn't I? Yeah, look at you. That that was something. That was incredible. You started at th- uh, three and three. You made your way to seventeen and four. Seventeen and four. You're coaching a basketball game today at one thirty. Tell us more about it. What's going on? I mean, you know, the, the the regular coach who played high division one basketball is a giant of a man, like six six. Uh, his wife and congratulations to him, Coach Kenny. They had a baby yesterday. And he can't coach. And they looked and said, who do we have the utmost respect and belief in that can lead this team to victory? Rothenberg. So they approached me. It's a doubleheader. They have a game at 1130 and 130, obviously, for obvious reasons. I can't do the game at 1130. But at 130, uh, I'm taking over the reins. And I will will coach this team. And I'm hopeful that it will be to victory. I'm excited for you. This is a wonderful opportunity for you to uh, increase and improve upon your band. Uh, your brand. Uh, what, what's the attire we're going with today? Are we going suit? Are we going to get all buttoned no, up? You know what? Good? Here's why you're a bad guy. Because we had this conversation. Well, and people you're bringing are just it back tuning for, in. People, you, you know. You're bringing it back for those that didn't hear earlier. No. It's an outside basketball game, and it's 10-year-olds. We're not going suit 
If I if I went suit, child protective services would be called. No, I'm going sweatpants, hooded sweatshirt, hat. That's oh what I'm my. going. You're gonna roll out of bed with your dingy sweatpants, yep. your 3x sweatshirt, and this hat that you've had for 15. Oh my lord! It's an old, beaten up hat. Yes, <laughs> these are nailed it. These are. Uh, When's the last time you washed this hat? Oh God. So it smells like onions. Are oh, gonna... it probably smells like death. Yes. That uh, this is an embarrassment. If the but, people, if the powers that be of this of this organization are listening to the show right now, you should you should not be able to coach this basketball game. No. And, and you know what else I'm going to do in honor of the great John Thompson? I believe I will have a, a uh, towel, a, nice. a, a nice white towel like over that. my shoulder. And you're you're a big guy, so you sweat a lot. I like that. Uh, I will become agitated. Yes. Here's what I expect. This is all I'm looking for. I'm looking for maximum effort. If they give me maximum effort and we lose, I can put my head on the pillow tonight and say, you know what? I'm okay with it. If no. they go and they half you know what it, there's going to be major problems. What if they half you know what it and win the game? Would That'd you, be okay. You, so you'd prefer that? To... I'd prefer to win, yes. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I'd be lying. Winning is the utmost, which is probably a terrible thing to say being as 10-year-old kids. But, yes, we are, we are looking to win. I mean, my record goes on the line here. Yeah, and it's going to go on your Wikipedia page, as we've seen in the past, when you coached that lax game. Right to the Wikipedia page you went. Are you going to put it up on the Wikipedia no, page, the, whatever the, happens in this game? No, the fan, well, I, I'm not allowed to watch the game, so I'm going to have to wait for I you to I told you I would later. send you the link and, I, and the I password to the game. I still haven't gotten it from you yet. I need the credentials. I don't have it yet, but I will send it to you when I receive it. I'll Is that be fair? Here in this, that's fine. Be here in the studio. I've got Yankees on one screen, and I've got the basketball here, game on Here's the what other. you should do. You should you should roll it into the system, oh. and then you can have the audio of me screaming at the kids that you can play on air next week. Well, Anita Mark, she loves some sound, so maybe we can run it through her show today. There you go. There you go. All Let's right, so we got to touch on a couple things. I want to get to the NFL, and I want to get to um, – I asked Buster this interesting question on Thursday of this week. I said, could this somehow sway to being a Mets town? And he said, you know, I, I think it could. I think it's up for grabs. I don't believe that, but we'll get to that in a couple moments. But yesterday, this was really, this is really kind of shocking news. The All-Star game was supposed to be in Atlanta. And I know that there are those of you that are listening saying, I don't want politics in my sports. I, I have a message for you. I don't want politics in my sports. I, I really, I, I don't. And I was actually asking Ty, Ty, do I have to talk about this? And he said, yes, you need to make mention of, of, of it's the biggest story yesterday in the world of sports. So we will make mention of it. I'm not giving you any what I think is the right thing or the wrong thing. I'm not going to lead you a, a, to my political beliefs. But the All-Star game was supposed to take place in Atlanta. And there's, they're attempting voter suppression in Atlanta and in Georgia. And the major league players... And this is what I think it is. I really believe it's the players probably got word back to the commissioner and, and Rob Manfred and, and other owners, all sorts of people around Major League Baseball. said, if you continue to have this planned for Atlanta, we will not go. Mookie Betts would not go. And I'm sure there's a lot of other players that would not go. So I think what Manfred did is it was kind of a preemptive strike is that in order to save face and have the, the best stars of baseball be able to go, he had to take it out of Atlanta and put it somewhere else. And I, and I can hear people in their cars right now, I don't care, I don't want to discuss it, get back to sports. Guys, this is sports. This is that one moment where sports and politics, in fact, intersect. 
It is. Now, you could say, I hate it, and I don't think they should have taken it out of Atlanta, and that's a fair take. Or you could say, you know what, good for them for taking it out of Atlanta, and that's a fair take. But I don't think the one take you can have this morning is, this is not worthy of discussion. Because in fairness, this is worthy of discussion. They're taking the All-Star game out of Atlanta because the players are very dissatisfied with what they're attempting to do as far as voting and and you know, squashing the, the rights of the voters in that state. So you can be bothered by it. You can say, I don't care and I'm not interested in it. But the one thing you can't say is this is not a sports topic because this is the definition of a sports topic. And this is one of the few times that sports and politics intersects. So I'm not going to sit here and, and wax poetic either way, but I think it was worthy of discussion. And I, I think it's a big story. And I think that Manfred probably felt, I have to get ahead of this. Because the last thing I can do is continue along and have the All-Star game in Atlanta and have big-name players not go. Because then it's a, it's, a, it's, a worse lo- it's a worse look in July if big-name players do not go than it is right now taking the All-Star game out of Atlanta. Now, we don't know where it's going to go. And I know that there are people saying this is ridiculous. It was planned for Atlanta. There's going to be political issues everywhere that you, that you move the game to. Right? You move it to New York. You say, well, look, look, look at the, the governor of New York right now. There's issues surrounding him. I don't disagree. I think there's issues anywhere. But this is obviously a big enough issue that Major League Baseball is saying it's not worth it for us. And I'll ask you this. What do you think it comes down to? It comes down to money. And I'm sure that there are sponsors that said, we don't want to back this All-Star game if it's going to be here. And I'm sure that there are players that said, we don't want to play in this All-Star game if it's going to be here. So rather than wait until July, and the thing that stinks about it, and and this is really unfortunate, is that this was going to be the All-Star game to honor the career and life of of Hank Aaron, who played you know, a, a ton of his career down in Atlanta. And I think it would have been really special. Now, they'll still honor him, but it won't be in Atlanta anymore. And that's really unfortunate. But the bottom line is, this is what it is. Now, I'm getting tweets. It's not voter suppression. You're out of your mind. I've said nothing. I've said nothing about my take on it. I'm giving you the facts of what is being done. 800-919-3776. So we'll get into that. We'll get into the NFL. Got to get into the Knicks as well as they lose again last night. Got to get back to their winning ways tonight. But I'm not taking a stance on whether it's right or wrong. I'm merely presenting the facts of why it was done and the fact that it was done and the fact of you can't pretend this is not a sports story because it is. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.